Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the conversation series. I am thrilled today because I have Emmalyn Jade here with me, and she's a fellow runner in a very different league than I am in because she is a marathon runner. Um, but I am so excited to have her here with me today because we're going to geek out a little bit on the sport, but also the incredible platform and fun platform she has created. Uh, so I'm going to turn it over to her and let her introduce herself. Thanks so much, Danielle. Um, so as she's mentioned, I am Emmeline. I'm actually not new to the sport of running, but I am, uh, I wouldn't say new so much, but kind of new-ish to uh, long distance running. Um, love it a lot so far. Um, what else can I say about me? I guess a fun fact about me is I am on the cusp of two horoscope signs. I am between a Libra and a Scorpio. Um, my partner would say I'm more of a Scorpio than a Libra. <laughs> um, but yeah, and I'm also based in Vancouver, British Columbia, which is in Canada. And can I just say what an incredible way that you just got proposed to in oh Iceland. I, I was, when I saw that on your social channels, I was like, well, isn't that an incredible place to get? To oh my get gosh. Yeah. It, I did not expect it at all. It was a complete surprise. I just, I bawled. I, I couldn't even say yes. I obviously said yes by like nodding. Um, but he, my partner had to ask me twice. <laughs> Cause I was just, I was just crying <laughs> speechless. Yeah. Yeah. I don't doubt it. Um, I want to start it. You kind of hinted at it. I want to start at the very, very beginning for you, for your running. When did you start running? How did you amp up and become to the running you are today? Yeah. So I played all like all sports all my life since I was a child. Basketball was my first love. And then um, sometime when I was in high school, I think I was, a, I think a senior, probably a junior, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, I started getting into track and field yeah. and fell in love with the hundred meter sprint, 200. And then I did 400. That was my max. And then I did a bunch of um, field sports like long jump and triple jump. Um, loved it. Loved all the short distances um, and loved that kind of type of running. Yep. Um, and then I kind of fell out of it as I went through college and whatnot. And then I started working, kind of was lost in terms of like, okay, what do I need to do now? Because I tied my identity to all these different sports. And then as you go through college and then going into the corporate world, yeah. you're just kind of stuck and you're, yeah. you start working and you're like, okay, what do I do now? What's my yeah. identity kind of thing? And then um, I actually met my partner at work and then he was like, he started a corporate team and was like, let's go run a 10 K. And yeah. like reluctantly I joined. And then um, after I was like, hey, I'm not running that again. And then yeah. we were just talking back and forth and he was like, would you ever run a half marathon or a marathon? I was like, yeah. no way that scares me. He's like, but it's, it's so fun. Yeah. Never, I can never do it. And then, you know, as the years went by, we started dating. And then he's actually an Ironman himself, like a triathlete. Um, and so a lot of the stuff that he's been doing inspired me. And he he planted the seed. So eventually I started running more 10Ks, got hooked. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, I love the atmosphere. And then I was like, okay, maybe I'll run. 
a half marathon and just again fell in love with it and then that's when I hired a coach she taught me properly in terms of how to train and then eventually I was like okay I'm gonna run a marathon and then even that journey in itself was yeah. just a totally different ball game <laughs> yeah are you the type of person that's like, somebody tells you can't do something, you go do it because that was how I got into running. Yeah. It was like, you won't run a half marathon. And I was like, sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. But I'm also the one, the type of person that I can't go jump in the deep end right away. I'm a baby steps type of yeah. person. My partner, on the other hand, is the complete opposite. He's like, yeah. You want me to run an Ironman? I'll 100% do it. I'm not even going to do a half. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Holy crap. I couldn't even imagine. People, I, I I, think I briefly told you this whole bucket list thing that I'm doing. I People have started looking at me now as I've progressed more into it. They're like, oh, are you going to run a marathon? I was like, I would rather do anything else than run a marathon <laughs> because for me, it just seems like too much. <laughs> oh, but I think once you look back, you'll, I want to say, you'll, maybe you'll get addicted. Who said, who knows? I can't speak for you, but it is, it is quite a, quite a journey. And I think it's, it's a special experience for sure. Yeah. I think that I, I totally agree, but I think it stands for all of running though. Like once you get into it, you get obsessed when you get like races on oh, the yeah. calendar because you're like, okay, I'm going to this place. I'm doing this and this, and it just keeps you motivated to keep a hundred percent. Yeah. When I ran 10 K races yeah, because I was so hooked, I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to race every month. Oh, and yeah. yeah. Haven't looked back since when you are training for a race, you got that date marked on the calendar, you know, it's coming. What does your routine look like? Oh my gosh. Like daily routine. Yeah. Or yeah. like Okay. Yeah, let's, uh, daily let's see daily routine. I mean, so I've got that set schedule that my coach gives me. And right. so typically it'll be depending on the race, um, the max amount of days I will train will be five. Okay. Um, right now for my marathon, it's four days of running one day of cross training, and then I'll do strength training at least twice a week. I try to stay on top of it. Um, so that's what my typical week looks like. And then within the day, you know, I am quite, a, I want to say I'm a, a lazy runner. I don't move as much throughout the day, but I do, my only movement consists of running. So I need yeah. to get better at that, but I do try to move throughout the day. Um, whether that's like sitting and standing as I work at my desk during my nine to five, yeah. um, there's a lot of carb heavy stuff that I'll eat so that I'm feeling for, for the day. Yeah. Um, and then I think when the actual routine hits in terms of training, um, it'll be always activate before a run. Yeah. Um, so leg swings and whatnot, um, okay. drills, some strides here and there, and then the training run itself. And then after I'll do my post run recovery, which is um, taking in protein. And then after doing, you know, some stretches, foam rolling, um, even some rehab stuff. So like strength, strengthening my glutes and my calves and whatnot. Um, and then that happens on the daily, yeah. you know, whether that's in the morning or in the evening, depending what I have planned for that day. I think we live up to the title. People are like, runners are crazy. And I'm like, we are because we have, we're not, you know what I mean? We're not kicking a soccer ball around. We're not, you know, we're not football players. We are, <laughs> we are working with our bodies and the fact that we are, we put our bodies through so much. 
we have oh, yeah. so much to make sure that we can continue to do it on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. It's and new. like there was, um, uh, I remember when I first started running, I thought all I had to do was run. Yeah. We have to do so much more than running. So it, it can take up a good chunk of your day just yeah. to, you know, do like not just do well in running, but to be strong enough to maintain that yeah. distance. Favorite and least favorite race experience you've had so far? Oh my gosh. Uh, favorite, I would have to say it was a, it's a half marathon distance. Okay. Um, we call it the first half here in Vancouver okay. because it's the first half marathon that kicks off the year oh. um, here. And it's chilly, but it's fun because it's nice and flat with yeah. the exception of like two short little hills towards the end yeah. but I love it because it's mostly flat yeah. um and then because it's the first half yeah. of the year it's it just gets everyone pumped up for all the races for for the rest of the year nice. uh least favorite race is this 10k race and it's because there is a really long hill probably yeah. maybe it spans from a kilometer to almost two kilometers I think yeah. that's about a mile and a half for for you guys um but it was it just was so long and I remember my coach was like you just have to have some kind of mantra but as as you know I hate hills so (laughs) it was it was tough but then I mean the flip side of that after that I was just going downhill and then trying to book it towards the finish line but no I I couldn't do it I hated it the hills I just in my head I'm like little steps little steps little steps little steps and that's just what I keep repeating to myself it's actually a good way of thinking it yeah I'm like I'm like it doesn't get any easier hills are still hills and they're still a beast like they don't go away they're still standing (laughs) they don't move (laughs) running is a very mental sport it it is a very Mm -hmm. difficult one going up those hills you have to be, you have to have that mentality of, I, you got to keep going. You got to keep moving and a great amount of resiliency. How, how do you get through that? How do you work through that mental struggle sometimes? Yeah, it's hard. They're like, I actually just recently had a hard time going over that mental yeah. bump, as you would say. Yeah. Um, I think because I have been training for two marathons now which has been taking up this whole entire year it's a mental grind um and so I think it's taken a lot out of me during my first marathon um and then to go back into it after maybe a month off it it was a lot more difficult and so I had to kind of rejig or reevaluate how I was thinking mentally because it was hard to get out of that rut um, but it's just constant positive talking yeah. um, and talking to yourself as if, you know, you're talking to your younger self or even another person. Um, because I think there was a good month where, especially during my long runs, I would just talk to myself negatively. And then I would end up yeah. e- like either stopping the run or just having a really bad run. Yep. Um, and then finally, it was like, I had to just prepare a week in advance for my next long run where it's like, okay, and you got this, just make sure you stay on top of this, just make sure you're prepared, yeah. you know? And then by the time I got to the run, 
it started off negative with a negative self-talk again. And so it's like, okay, switch, switch your mindset and start talking to yourself positively. Go back to the reason why you started in the first place. And then all of a sudden the run started getting better. I found my mental strength again, and the run ended up being one of my strongest runs to date. And so I think it's, you know, you just have to talk to yourself and it's hard, but, um, you just have to go back to the, the reason that made you start running in the first place. Absolutely. Oh, that's beautiful because I mean, it is, it is so hard. You, you, (laughs) you do end up like having those mental talks to yourself because you have to work through those walls and those blocks because you are doing things that are so crazy to your body that it starts to kind of turn on you super quickly, but it's, it's such a mental game, um, as much as it is a physical one. Totally. Must haves for your race day. What do you, are you a belt person? You have a water bottle in your hand. What are, what kind of runner are you? I am a hundred percent a vest type of girl. (laughs) Um, I am big on you practice yeah with um what you need on race day and so uh throughout my marathon training I've been wearing a vest because I was like okay where am I going to get my water bottles there have been times where I've set them aside and it was all of a sudden gone and so I was like okay I gotta bring it with me and so because I've practiced in that for months I'm like okay I'm gonna take it to me on race day so the, the vest has been with me through my ups and downs, nice. through the good and bad. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to take, well, my new vest now with me during my second marathon. Are you a music? No music? Oh, yeah. hundred percent music. I can't, I can't. I've, there've been days where I've done it without. Um, I've never done a, a long run without music. So I've done some, some of my short and easy runs with it. And I'm like, okay, this is fine, but I don't think I can do it for more than 10 miles I I can't I've I think I've done four and I was like that's long long runs no 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 no, like four just four miles period and I got four miles and I was like I need like something to push me I need some music just to do a little dance to or something yeah oh my gosh that's that's another another level of mental testing right there it's it's insanity it it is and I'm like people are like yeah I don't run with music and I'm like I understand if you don't want like to hold your phone in your hand or have it on you or stuff like that but I'm like if that's not and the reason you're not doing it I'm like oh my god I don't know how you're not doing this (laughs) yeah like when you look at like the I guess the the elite athletes and they're running with no music like how yeah I just don't know yeah well to be fair they are getting it done in an hour and 20 minutes so they're barely running anyway it goes by faster (laughs) so so they're okay I (laughs) they're almost done by the time I'm at like mile eight (laughs) you have created this incredible platform that is so fun to follow you on you've shared so many great tips your training platform you just your journey through your marathons what has been your favorite part of creating your platform oh my gosh I think the fact that I can just be real 
yeah. with it. Um, I've been in, I guess you could say the social media world and for a while now, I started back in um, college days doing YouTube videos for fashion, beauty, DIY and whatnot. Yeah. And I, I don't know if you've experienced this, but over time, you know, you start to build a brand and identity and then you want to keep to that brand. And so all of a sudden you're like, okay, I have to act a certain way to portray this brand. And I almost felt fake and not authentic. And then I was like, okay, when I went into TikTok, I was like, I'm just going to have fun with it. I'm not going to expect anything out of it. And then I was literally just filming what I was doing to prepare for my runs. And it helped keep me accountable at the same time. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm killing two birds with one stone yeah. here. Um, and so, yeah, it's been fun to just you know, film what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis and have fun with it. How, what has been the reception to comments and things like that on your videos? Are there other people who are chiming in saying, I'm, I'm going to run a race now because of you or what's the reception been like? It's been super positive, which has been, I don't know. I did not expect it to happen. And I, I feel so like it's, I just feel amazing and appreciative that I can inspire so many people. Like there've been comments where it's like, oh my gosh, I needed to watch this video. I I haven't been wanting to run, um, but seeing this just motivated me to get out there. Um, some people are like, I've just been back from a maternity leave and just seeing you do your routine just gets me excited to go through my days and prep for my runs. And um, yeah, there's just been so many positive comments about how I've inspired them. I was like, oh my gosh, I could not see myself being inspirational to other people, but to have that, it's like, I'm just so appreciative and glad that, you know, I can keep doing what I love and inspire people. Yeah. Not only are you keeping yourself accountable, but you're helping others keep themselves. Accountable yeah. Which yeah. is so beautiful. What is a race that you haven't done or a place you want to go do a race in now? Oh my gosh. I would love to run one of the world majors. Okay. Um, so of course, like Boston would be amazing. Yes. <laughs> um, but I think one that's on my radar and I think is a little bit easier to get into um via lottery is the Chicago Marathon. Yeah. I like was watching everyone this yeah. past, was it in yeah, this this month. Yep. Um, and I was like, I swear, I just had FOMO because I just wanted to be a part of it because I just saw it was just taking up my for you page yeah. <laughs> and on yeah. TikTok. I was like, oh, my God, that the, the experiences that they had just looked so amazing. I was like, OK, one day, one day I'll do it. Yeah, I, I've heard nothing but incredible things about both Boston and Chicago. So I, Boston is like a marathon runner's dream. So I can only yeah. imagine like if you ever do, please keep us up to date on that journey <laughs> because I will just fangirl the hell out of it because oh. I love getting to see everybody's races and uh, especially that one because I think it's it's just so legendary. That yeah. Race. Oh my uh, gosh. That it's it's hard to ignore. You do all this training and preparation go to run the race and then you're done. (laughs) (laughs) You got that runner's high and then you come down through it. How do you work through that, that post race? I don't know what to do now feelings. I, what what do I do? Post race blues. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, so 
this was this hit hard and unexpectedly after my first marathon um and then didn't come right away it was weird I think because it was a very unexpected outcome so I was just analyzing for maybe a week and then after a week I just felt so irritable and I was like I almost it's as if I almost lost my identity because I'm like yeah. what do I do now yeah. um and so one of the the best advice that I got from someone else actually said it doesn't have to be running yeah. think about what's your next goal and something else so whether that's like lifting do you want to lift stronger yeah. do you want to get a personal best there um is it now do you want to shift to work and try and figure out what kind of projects do you want to take on there um but me being typical runner it's like okay well I wasn't really stoked about my marathon so yeah. let me see what kind of races <laughs> I, yeah. can, I can do next so it was really just looking up what my next race would be understanding I would have to recover for a good amount of time and then just get back into it yeah <laughs> it is crazy because I think with a half marathon I trained for three months with a marathon you're probably training longer than that yeah. most people to understand that we spend that amount of time like that's what we live and breathe for however long training lasts that it's hard to come out of that it is so incredible yeah oh my gosh because it's so time consuming I think we talked about when we were talking about the routine it's so time consuming we have to do all of these things to make sure that we're prepped and ready to go to come out of it with a medal and a, and a great race and hopefully a great time to look around and be like, oh, I just spent all that time for that. And then what do I, what do I do now? Kind of situation. Yeah. Uh, that it's so incredibly hard to be like, let's go back to the real world and not have anything on the calendar or anything to do. Yeah. Oh my gosh, for sure. And then it's funny that you say that um, because I was talking to my, my partner about this and it's like that moment you get through the finish line, have a great time. It's like, oh, it's great and all, but it's actually, if you look back at the journey yeah. of everything that you've been through to yeah. get you up to that point, that's what makes you, yeah. you know, a runner. And that's what I think gets you through day to day. And so I think if you think back about everything that's got you to that point, it just gives you that motivation to keep going because it's like, okay, yeah. that, that whole three months of training got me stronger to that yeah. one point, but yeah. that's going to continue to get to whatever race I'm going to do next and just become even stronger. Now I asked you this before we hit record, um, next race on the calendar, where is it? What are you looking forward to about it? Yeah, so next race on the calendar is going to be the California International Marathon in Sacramento. And yes, it's a marathon. <laughs> um, I am hoping to at least redeem myself from the first marathon um, because the first marathon, I I don't know if you saw on one of my videos, but yeah. I finished in a wheelchair. Um, so yeah. I'm hoping to at least finish strong and not in a wheelchair. Um, I I can't say if I'll get a, another calf cramp because everyone talks about this pain cave in the last 10 K of, of the race. Yeah. And so I, I'm just looking to have fun, finish the year off strong, um, and hopefully beat my first time. Nice. Um, but yeah, I don't want to have too high of expectations because yeah. training for this marathon was a little bit difficult, um, a little bit more difficult, I should say both mentally and physically, yeah. 
Um, so I think right now I'm just looking to complete it strong yeah. and, you know, with both arms and legs on, on the ground. Well, no, not, not my arms, but my legs, not in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> one of the, one of the things that I love about being a runner is the, is the misconceptions that people have about oh it. Oh my gosh. Don't get me started. <laughs> what is the best or biggest misconception you have heard about runners? Oh, hmm. I'm trying to think like, what's a, what's the big one? I mean, okay, this is more related to me. Yeah. Um, but one big misconception is they think that, you know, we're always moving. Oh, yeah. like always running but I, I think I mentioned this earlier I'm like I'm lazy oh my god I don't <laughs> all do I want to do is just like lie on the couch after yeah. but I think everyone I mean I can't speak for all runners there are probably some energizer bunnies out there but right. yeah a lot of people think like we're just always running yeah. and it's like no I mean yeah. yes it's kind of true in a sense but yeah. like most of the time well when I'm not running I'm just kind of just on the couch <laughs> just chilling <laughs> because like any time I don't have to run like I will cherish that moment yeah. um and then I think this one this misconception this is a little bit more not sensitive but this one kind of hits hard with me and this is something that I struggle with is um and kind of one of the reasons where I'm like okay I'm gonna prove this wrong yeah. because a lot of people have misconceptions that especially with long distance running yeah. you have to be tall and skinny in order to you know to make it to be good and yeah. yeah and to be good and I'm like okay I'm the complete opposite I'm not tall or skinny I've got curves but yeah. I know I can run long distances yeah. um, and that kind of you know push me a little to to continue doing this because I'm like no and if you look at like you've been to races we're all different shapes of, yeah. of bodies and sizes and so I think anyone can run a marathon you don't have to be tall skinny yeah. or lanky or whatever they say yes. to to run it um so I think that's a lot of people would be like you know I don't have the body for it and I was like that's not true you can if you put your mind to it and you train there's that's why we train yeah. um to be strong at it and so I think to anyone out there that thinks that they can't run it you're wrong because you yeah. can anyone can run it yeah I'm 5'2 160 pounds yeah. and I I run too. <laughs> I, I run half marathons and you know what I, I as I did cross country and track when I was in high school was on the varsity team and a much different weight size than I, I I look back I'm like good god I used to weigh that much <laughs> that was that impossible but I got to I'm I'm now almost 26 years old been running for almost 15 years where I don't focus on so much as the time anymore I'm out here I'm running I'm I'm running six miles that is fantastic for me for a weekly run and I'm getting to go run a half marathon in whatever state that I'm getting to go run in. I call that a great adventure and a great runner's journey because oh, yeah. it, it's so much fun. And I don't care if I'm the biggest person there. Great. I, I'll still kick your ass. And still <laughs> try to beat you. <laughs> I'm not going down without a fight, but it is still, um, I, 
it's one that bugs me too, just because I'm like, mm-hmm. we're not all that. We are not all that shape and size, and um, especially these days, like a hundred percent. Yeah, the, yeah, and so that's why I love just going to all these different races because it's just so diverse. And I think a lot of, I mean, media doesn't help, but a lot of people just think like, yeah. you're running a marathon. That doesn't make sense, you know. Yeah. But yeah. The funniest misconception I've ever heard is that all runners pee their pants as we run. And I said, well, uh, <laughs> I can't speak for everybody, but I'm going to say I'm not one of those people. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. I'm like, that's, that's got to be a good one that I've heard, but I'm like, I am not that person. So I appreciate you thinking all of us do that. Oh my gosh. I mean, there've been close, there've been some close times for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, and also, <laughs> Sorry if this is TMI, but pooping your pants. Um, but oh my gosh, you know, it's just like when you start your run and then all of a sudden you got to go, it's like, oh. the worst is if you're in the middle and you're so far from home. Yeah. Like, what do you do now? Like chasing for the closest porta potty. <laughs> I, um, I've had, I've, um, I've had a couple calls where, um, uh, this is so totally TMI, but <laughs> we're all runners here. Um, when the porta potty line at the start of the race is too oh my long gosh. and you're like you're like i've got to go and the start line is getting ready to start and you're like crap and then you just the whole race you're like your stomach is like on fire yeah i'm like this isn't gonna end well later this is gonna be <laughs> awful and you make it and you just keep running straight to the bathroom just to find your bathroom so. oh my gosh yeah i actually learned my lesson that one there was this one time it was actually in bellingham washington mm-hmm. and um i felt like i didn't have to go at the beginning yeah i was like okay this is fine because i've already went yeah and then but there are times some, there are some days where i have or some races i have yeah. to go more than once oh, yeah. um <laughs> yeah. i love that we're talking about this right now this is this is normal <laughs> guys this is so normal for runners that this happens to us all the time i'm not even kidding with you it happened to me this past weekend i'm not even joking oh my gosh relax <laughs> yeah let us share so, the stories yeah so this this bellingham race um you know i was fine and then throughout throughout the race yeah i think i felt like fine you know t- taking in my gels and whatnot yeah. Yeah. um and then right at the end like i finished i was like oh my gosh my stomach hurts so much and i had to go to the bathroom thought it was all good but throughout the entire evening just stomach pain i was like why did i hold it like yeah. I knew I should have gone from the yeah. start and now my stomach and my body is just like, what the heck did you do to me? You put, you like pushed me through all this pain in this half marathon. And now, now I had to pay for it in the evening. It was yep. bad. It's guys. <laughs> it happens. It's a regular reaction. Like I said, we put ourselves through so much. Something bad's going to end up <laughs> happening in some sort of way. <laughs> Evelyn, my last question for you is just what inspires you? Uh, yes. I When I saw like your list of questions, I was like, this is hard. What inspires me? This is um, a question that I love to stump everybody with, by the way, at the end. I'm like, you either know it or I just, I get you really good. Yeah. Because this was funny because I was like, okay, I'm thinking about like a famous person or someone that everyone knows who inspires yeah. me. But when I like, when it comes down to it, because 
I, I had this conversation with my partner and I was like, well, I mean, you inspired me. Yeah. And he's like, no, but like, think about like in running, who do you look to? Who do you look up to? And I was like, well, no one really that's like famous or well-known because no one looks like me. So right. it's like, how do I aspire to be like them? Because they're not me. They don't look like me. But then when I look around, it's like, it's the average person. Like when I go to races, as I've mentioned earlier, it's your everyday people. And when we're driving and I see a random person running through the street, I'm like, yeah, you go, girl, you go do. I do the same thing. I'm like, you get you, you get that run on, girl. Yeah, it's the it's the random people, the average people that just get out there and run. Yeah. Those are the people that inspire me. And so it's like, there's actually no one who's a big, a big name that's out there that really well not yet I mean yeah who knows but it's like right now at this moment it's just the everyday people that just get out there because I'm like especially you you know you don't know what they're going through so it's like if they're just pushing themselves to go out there it's like okay you're inspiring me to go out there if you can do it I can do it too anybody can do it it's the sport that everybody can do all you need is a pair of running shoes and a place to run (laughs) and you are good to go yep Um, if you got a neighborhood start small and work your way up and um i've seen so many people who have had so many incredible changes and have learned so much about themselves just starting out of that small distance and mm-hmm. keeping up that uh yeah it's a beautiful beautiful story to see people go through oh my gosh yeah when i like learn about different people's stories about running like i just cry every time because yeah. it's just so emotional it's awesome it's so cool to see yeah Emily, I can't thank you enough for coming on and talking with me, even through all the TMI stuff. I love it because <laughs> it's, I have somebody else who's, who's running and is fun uh, to kind of talk through all this stuff with. So I appreciate you coming on and speaking oh, well, with me today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's, it's rare to to talk to other runners and where you can just talk about anything and everything. Cause yeah. I think my friends at this point who don't run as much as I do they're just like can you please stop going on and on and on about running <laughs> see now I'm I'm already talking about running so I should probably stop <laughs> I love it though I love it and I uh I can't wait to continue to see your journey through this uh getting ready to do this next marathon and I uh I am going to be following to make sure you don't end up in a wheelchair <laughs> and you cross that finish line on uh on both legs um but you guys all of her socials will be linked down below so please go follow her but like I said Emily and I I appreciate you coming on and talking with me today thank you so much I appreciate it yeah absolutely and as always I will see you guys back here next time bye y'all